Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. It's Mike alongside Joe, alongside Craig, alongside Silent Ibby. Joe, how are you doing today? I am chugging along, but I'm super excited for number 99. Number 99. Yeah, this is episode 99. We have one more week to screw this up. (laughs) We have one more week. We have one week left. And honestly, if there was a week to... We were like inches away from being like, uh, all right, Joe, we're going to talk about what you ate for lunch today on the episode because there's literally nothing. Yeah, I was coming back from like, I went after work, I went and got Taco Bell because I was need to pregame before our podcast. And I was the entire way like thinking of a rant in my head for a long time. And then I got home and then our social media guy, Ivy, was, uh, was on. And so we talked for a little bit and I looked, I'm like, <gasps> There's like five or four, three or four more news pieces since lunchtime. And I got really super excited because it's, it's not a Charizard and it's not McDonald's. Yeah, none of this. It's not cereal related. It's not Charizard related. It's not Shining Fates related. It's actually stuff that you and I, let's be real, care about. Um, yeah, no, it's nice because we were really close. We were supposed to record on Tuesday and we were like, yeah, not going to happen. Uh, couldn't do it yesterday and today we got the news We're like okay we finally have something we can do this this is the moment we've been waiting for because honestly i'm sure like you said just like you're sitting there all week going okay what can i be angry about what oh, can i, can I just have a rant about what can we just yell about this week because it's oh, very rare mine was gonna be about scalpers this week and i mean me and maybe we're just sharing a, a really nice moment about uh the opening packs right when uh, as a kid some of these sentimental moments so uh it was a really fun conversation that i was getting ready to rant about but we'll say that for another time maybe we'll talk about it next week uh, not much as a rant but... there, there will be there will always be scalpers hey yeah i'm honestly if i don't think people that listen to our show are scalpers to be completely honest because i no. don't think you qualify as a scalper if you actually like the game Maybe we'll talk about next week our favorite Pokemon TCG memories, whether it be as a kid or as an adult. Some of these fond memories, because I shared some with like so it'd be earlier. Maybe it's a fun topic for next week, and maybe a question for the week is: share your favorite Pokemon story about buying TCG packs or something like that. And I'll be happy. We'll have you try to share it next week if you share anything of those things. I'll share my story, and um, we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, especially for episode 100. It's good to kind of talk about the positive moments of the card game. Uh, opening cards is always... It really... I mean, it's the reason you start playing, really. No one buys singles. And they're like, let's play this game. You open a pack, you see the cards, and then you start playing. And that's kind of how it all starts. So I think that's a good idea. Aside from that, as Joe said, we actually have things to talk about today. So that's cool. We got a lot of news for a product that's going to be coming out around the Rapid Strike, uh, the Battle Styles Urshifu card sets that will be coming out in the next couple months. We have new cards. We have pre-release promos. We have just general product as a whole. Um, and we got like about four different pieces here to talk about. So we're going to take our time, move through these today. Again, some of this stuff is kind of re-looping back. I know we're bouncing bef- between Shining Fates and battle styles back and forth and back and forth i'm assuming from here on out now though the news will be purely focused on battle styles as a set we'll see more of the rapid and single strike mechanics 
and hopefully we'll get more information just as we move forward. The first thing on the list, we will start with the easy stuff. In May, we will be getting new V Battle decks. Uh, we saw before that the first V Battle decks were Blastoise and Venusaur V. Now we see the new ones are Gardevoir V and Victini V. These can be paired up. They are a level one deck, so you would assume we can't see we can't see like how many cards. We don't see the set list yet. But what we do know is you can buy them as a bundle again to get those eight trainer cards. I'm sure it'll still be like the Marnie, Boss's Orders, whatever. These are both reprints, right? Uh, the actual Pokemon cards themselves, yes. Gardevoir was a part of the that, that mini set. I can't remember the name of it offhand. Uh, and Victini has been around. Victini has been used. It's the same Victini that accelerates and then does damage amount of energy attached to... Is it one or both? I can't remember offhand, but that's okay. Um, Gardevoir, it, Gardevoir's from uh, Hidden Fates. That's what it was. There you go. What I'm curious about this product, I know the last Blastoise and Venusaur, they came with, uh, it was a Lysander type boss's orders. I'm wondering if they'll have the same one or different one. Um, That'd be interesting because they're coming out pretty close to each other. So my assumption would be that it's going to be Lysander. My assumption is it's going to be relevant to whatever set is coming out. I guess we won't actually know until we know. But I would make that assumption. I'm just really hoping that the deck lists are better because the deck lists were awful. Oh, Especially, like the back deck lists were bad for Blastoise and Venusaur, man. Yeah, I don't think they'll be any better because this one's level one as well. But what I'm really hoping for now with this being level one is having enough decks for level one V battle decks for like PTCGO to have tournaments and stuff. Now we actually have four ducks to play with. Maybe hope the next set will get another two. The thing is, so just build that little threshold. The thing is, the deck isn't better than a theme deck until you have more support to go behind it, right? If it has terrible cards in the list, once that Gardevoir Victini goes down, what are you left with? You know, I think Victini would be way better because I know the Victini accelerates, and just that fact in general is not something we see a lot in the theme deck meta. So I would say that. Right now, if that was a thing, and if these V-Battle decks do seamlessly move into the V-Battle uh, formation, let's say, I, I I don't know. If theme decks and V-Battle decks combine, Victini would be the best, no question, just because of its ability to accelerate. So it doesn't matter what stage twos or random cards you have in your deck. If they can hit big numbers for three energy, you know Victini can attach it. Again, we don't know the actual deck lists, each deck will come with your typical playmat counter as coin. You name it. It has it. We've been used to it before. Hopefully, we'll see those deck lists next week. Is there anything you want to say about that before we move on, Joe? No. All right. Next up on the list, we have a new card. We have a Galarian Rapidash V box. This is a $20 box. We've seen these before where you get the V, you get a Jumbo V, and then you get four packs. Galarian Rapidash V is a new card. It's 210 HP. It's a Psychic type basic. For two colorless Libra Horn, put damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon until its remaining HP is 100. And for two Psychic, it does Psychic. 60 damage plus 30 for each energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. It's weak to dark, resistance of fighting, and a retreat of one. I mean, I'll also say this. In comparison to other box promos, this is a pretty decent one, yeah? Yeah, this... 
the last best box promo that I can really think of was Zorark GX box promos. For the V so far, I think this is the most respectable one. Didn't Surfetch didn't Surfetch get one? Oh yeah. That's a, also a very good promo. But like as a, as a standalone card, if you're gonna compare the two, I I still would go Galarian Rapidash V because it just seems a little more I guess universal. Where uh Surfetched V just seems to me like very specific, very situational. I know it's his own deck to begin with, but with the stone energies, but the Libra Horn for two colors is super nice. Yeah, I think it's a really cool card. I think both attacks are at least good. They're not great. The card itself isn't great, but I can say that the card itself is good enough, right? It's you can see it tacked down the road. Yeah, like I said, it's re- I think it's respectable. I think that's a good word for it. It, it, it yeah. deserves some respect. When you're building a deck that's psychic type, you have to go, okay, can Galarian Rapidash work in this? And there might be a world. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Cards like this kind of resurface all the time. It usually doesn't happen until it's actually like a relevant tech. So the assumption would be that you're going to be looking for either two things with Rapidash. A, de-evolution sprays back in format or some form of way to devolve your opponent's Pokemon. If you could do that, then you're looking at something. Because if I believe correctly, if you bring a VMAX down to 100, that means you have, assumably, 220 damage counters on it. And if you devolve it, that should knock out the V. So if there is a world in which that happens, Rapidash is playable. Also, Psychic in itself, Psychic historically has always been a techable attack. It just really depends on the card. Um, We've seen cards like Lugia have a similar attack. Tapu Lele had a very similar attack. Sometimes Baby Mewtwo multiple... was big for, for DCE. Yeah, Baby Mewtwo was big. I mean, we've seen X-Ball. We've seen multiple attacks like Victini. Victini V in the battle deck. Any attack that involves energy on the board has to be thought about because it's a really cool tech. And my rule right now is the way the game is, a tech in my book has to be something that's two prizes or less. Uh, cannot be a three-prizer. It has to be at least two or one prizes for it to be a relevant and I guess my word would be efficient tech. It needs to be in that prize range because of how big the cards are now. So I like it. It's nothing crazy, but I am a fan of the card in general. Anything else? Uh, The only thing I'm also really excited about is Japan hasn't gotten this card yet. Yeah, so it was kind of like it's kind of like a reveal, kind of. Yeah, for me, it came out of left field because usually like, we expect Japan and then go on further. The only thing I can think of that it came out here first, I think we had the Shiny Charizard V first before Japan did. We did. They got VMAX before they got V, I think. No, no, they didn't. But it was, it was for them, it was in that set in general. Yeah. Moving on into the next part of news, we have our Battle Styles pre-release promos. Battle Styles releases on March 19th. That is a month away from when this episode launches. The promos are phenomenal. They are arguably the best set of four promos that we've probably ever gotten. I would argue that point, especially when you relate it to the set itself. So here are the four. You have Houndoom, Single Strike, which has the ability that allows you to... I want to make sure I get this correctly. Oh, Search your energy. deck for a single strike energy card and attach it to one of your single strike Pokemon. 
if you do that, put two damage counters on that Pokemon. You have Octillery with Rapid Strike. Has Rapid Strike Search. Once during your turn, you may search your deck for a Rapid Strike card, reveal it, put it into your hand. And then you have Cherim, which is the 80 HP Stage 1 Grass type with the ability Spring Bloom. We've talked about this before. As often as you like, you may attach a Grass Energy from your hand to one of your Pokemon, except for Pokemon with a Rule Box. And then finally, you have Bronzong, the Stage 1 Metal type card with the ability that as often as you like, you may move a metal energy from one Pokemon to another. Four Pokemon, four abilities. What do you think, Joe? Four Pokemon with the four abilities, I love them. They are the the best pre-release promos, I, in my opinion, in the past, and you can probably agree with me, has been the techable promos. Uh, Jirachi is a, is a big, huge example of a techable promo that's been used constantly. Though the popularity of a single strike and rapid strike, I, I very, very strongly think that those cards will be very expensive and going up. Cherim would probably be the weakest one of the bunch because grass isn't used as much. Uh, I know Bronzong has always been strong. That's, there's some weird love all the time when Pokemon TCG makes things. Like, uh, they love Zoroark, they love Gardevoir, um, they love Darkrai. But there's always this weird relationship with Bronzong. A lot of Bronzongs end up having pretty decent abilities, like this one. We can switch metal energies. I know before they, they always do something. It's usually sometimes it's not even good, but they always do something. Bronzong has always done some, whether it's reduced damage, move energy. It's just, it is weird. Bronzong always has something that you go, um, can I use this? Maybe. And then same with Actillery, right? Yeah, Actillery's got some really strange love. Cherim always had some interesting um, abilities, but it never got the love because it just came in the wrong time. Now, like this rule boxing is quite weird, but you know how the Tapu Bulu that did Tapu Bulu GX things, but for one prize. Same exact thing. So it's like there, there's there's a time and a place. And it's to one of your Pokemon. It doesn't matter if it's grass type or not, but it's got to be grass energy. So it could be really anything. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I, you're right. The card that you would be most upset with is Cherim. And then Octillery and Bronzong, we've talked about. Houndoom. Houndoom is a card. Where I, I mean, I personally will probably play Rapid Strike. So Octillery would be what I'm zoning in on. But Houndoom and Octillery are clearly the, the premier cards to be searching for. Would you agree? Yeah, with that being said, I, I, I like I'm, Rapid Strike's more my style, but I can see the meta heavy, heavily favoring Single Strike based on what I've seen in Japanese playtesting. Damage is damage is damage. Never forget that. Big swings. Lots of big swings. Yep, and let me tell you, if there's anything North American players like, it is steamrolling with 18 billion pounds of damage. Welcome to NA meta. I could literally tell it doesn't matter what year we play Pokemon. If you're meta telling control. me what the yeah, if you tell me what the meta in NA looks like every single year, I will tell you what's the fastest card, what hits the hardest, and how can you get through the first 30 cards of your deck on turn one. That is the NA meta. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, am I wrong? No, you're not. Like, okay, let's look back. Some notable cards. Buzzwool GX. Okay. With yeah, Jet Punch, Strong Energy, all that crap. We could go... Beast Ring. Uh, Beast Energy. Maxi Elixir. 
then let's go now. What are some popular decks? You have Picaram. Picaram, you could deck out on turn one, I feel like, if you really felt like it. At this point, yeah. If, if you didn't get rid of that first turn supporter rule, you probably could. Reshazard, when it was popular, let's just steamroll with Welder. Let's just see what can happen. Um, I think there was a time where Volcanium was kind of like that. Um, I'm trying to even think back even further. It's going to be really hard for me to. I mean, Mega Rayquaza, having Skyfield, just slap a bunch of crap down and hit for 18 billion. Night March, discard a bunch of 30 HP fools and then hit for 18 billion. Like, when Control wins, it, I think it's just because the downhill players are bored. Because. Man, it yeah, NA meta. NA meta is what slaps the hardest. Throw everything else out. I don't care. How can I get to the last 10 cards in my deck? And how can I just roll you over by turn three? Pretty much. Yeah, so single strike will be the most played. I'm very confident in that answer. I don't think rapid strike will be played because it requires a lot more big brain plays. And I don't know how often big brain plays associates with a lot of players. And that's not a that's not an intelligence thing. I just think the more popular playstyle is the downhill aggro hit for big numbers. It's been uh, proven. Right. Well, because the game ends when you knock out two Pokemon. So they hit for so much damage now, control is getting harder to use because it's it's you're controlling so much more now. There's so much more stuff. So I imagine Houndoom will be the most valuable card. Octillery will be the next most, and then I imagine it'll go Bronzong, Cherim. Yes. Anything else? No. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Now we get to the real stuff. Mm. Not that those were fake, but we actually get to cards. Like, cards that are things that we can play. And I feel like (laughs) we've been looking at cereal boxes and chicken McNuggets for the past month concerning Pokemon. I got nuggets before this podcast. (gasps) I know, right? No, I think I looked on their sign last time I was there, which was like a little over a week ago. There was a Pikachu on the menu. Now there's no Pikachu. So I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. They're donezo. They just killed Pikachu. No, those guys that got booed out of their target went to McDonald's instead. That's what happened. They fell down and bought a 20 piece McDonald's. Yeah, they're like, man, all of the shining fates, all of the hidden fates is gone. Ugh, where can we take everything from? I'm going to go harass this 16 year old McDonald's employee until he gives me these Pikachu cards. (laughs) Anyway, we have about eight or nine cards. What am I saying? We have like 12 or 13. We got a lot. We got a lot of cards to talk about today. And the thing that excites me the most is that we disagree on a lot of these cards. I don't think we heavily disagree, but I do think that we land on different sides of the fence here concerning a lot of these. We have a couple VMAXs, we have a couple trainers, uh, a couple single prize Pokemon that are interesting enough to talk about. We are going to start with the Vs and VMAXs. First up on the list is Blaziken V. Blaziken V is a 210 HP fire type. It is a rapid strike card. For two colorless energy, high jump kick for 50 damage. For two fire and two colorless, fire spin 210, discard two energy from this Pokemon. Speak to water, retreat to two. Blaziken V Max, 320, evolved from Blaziken V. For one fire, clutch, 60 damage, the defending Pokemon cannot retreat during your opponent's next turn. 
for two colorless max blaze 130 attach an energy from your discard pile to each let me say that again because i think this is a typo attach an energy from your discard pile to each of up to two of your bench rapid strike pokemon that wasn't a typo it just sounded weird it's also got a retreat to it's also weak to water so before you explain your stance on this card, Joe, essentially the focus with Blaziken is acceleration. That's essentially what we're looking at. What do you think of this card? Blaziken V is poo-poo. Uh, as you would used to call it, it's a good coaster. But Blaziken V Max, I... talking beforehand, I understand your point and I like your point, which we Joe Tom to talk about in a second. Uh, we actually talked about it earlier. Yeah, three prizes as a tech is difficult, but two colors, one thirty accelerating N energy doesn't say basic or special to two two, two Pokemon that with Rapid Strike. I can see a world where this will be possibly played with um, uh, Urshifu Rapid Strike deck because though both those cards honestly really need to uh, uh, not. Basically, but both Urshu cards demand you to discard something, right? Right. Um, so this is a nice way to get it back because Single Strike has special energy recursion with that one card. I can't remember offhand what it was. Something Jar. Right. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah. But this is our recursion for Rapid Strike. So this is like the only thing we kind of really have to kind of lean on to get that back. Yeah, and that's why like I'm on the fence. Like I I like it because of that reason. I like like we mentioned before, you can't discount it. You you talked about Bronzong earlier. It's like, can I play this card and will it be helpful or useful to me? You're gonna have the same conversation with Basic and VMAX. I know that like you don't not a big fan of three prize techs, but you kind of have to think about it in terms of recursion back and how fast you can re accelerate your energies. I can I can agree. Like, if you took the card. And just cut out the attacks and put them on a page instead of Pokemon does this. I would be like, dope, let's do it. But again, like you said, you're correct in my feelings on it. For three prizes, you're telling me, I'm going to put this guy on the field with the intent of setting up something else. And I guess it could be looked at in two ways. 130 isn't good, but 130 isn't awful. Um, it is rapid strike, so it does not have the same modifiers that single strike has access to. If this was single strike, I honestly think it would be a better card. I just have a hard time. So, okay, you go up against, let's just say, let's pick a VMAX, Eternatus VMAX. You're mm -hmm. hitting for 130, and it's two-shotting you. So you got to assume the following situation in order for you to win. So you accelerate to your Urshifu VMAX, let's just say, which is the card you paired it up with, correct? Um, yeah. Like, mo most, most likely, that would be the card that you'd be like, this is what I think it should be with. Mm -hmm. I... You, you get hit once, and let's say you have the ability to retreat, and now your Urshifu is ready to go, and you knock out the Eternatus VMAX. That is a situation where it's like, okay, that's good, but now I have this three prize card sitting on the field that I only need if I'm like recharging. Like, I'm only using it if I'm trying to get ready for the next turn. And what you have to be careful of is in the games, in the meta that we have and the cards that we have available to us, each turn damage is very valuable. 
And if you disrespect that, if you just spend time hitting for 130 and getting something else ready, I'd be cool with it if it was a single prizer. I'd be cool with it if it was just a V. I would rather play Victini right now than Blaziken VMAX. Um, I understand that Victini is only one energy type, and Blaziken doesn't even specify which type of energy, which is cool. I just have a really hard time justifying the fact that I'm going to be teching a three prize card that ends half of the game if I can't take care of it, right? If I can't take care of business, I'm in trouble. And, and it will work, though, if you... So let's just use, like... is The Rapid Strike Special is two energy, correct? Yes. So a perfect start would be Blaziken in the active, Urshifu's on the bench, you discard both Rapid Strike energies into the discard pile. Next turn, evolved VMAX, evolved the Urshifu VMAXs, and then hit with Max Blaze with an attachment from a Rapid Strike special energy. So your maximum, your, your best turn, which is pretty scary, it is, I agree, is you hit for 130 on turn two, and three of your Pokemon have a total of six energy attached, which is terrifying. But... The question is, how reliable is that, and how sustainable is it? And I guess I just don't know the answer to that question. Uh, only time will tell. But devil's advocate here. If a card like Ace Roll would have returned, would you change your mind? If a card like Ace Roll returned, would I change my mind? Sure, but Ace Roll would be banned in this format, right? I mean, yeah, it would. It'd be way, it'd be way too good. So I guess you can make that argument. You could, but I guess that's also like saying if Welder was in format, would you play fire types? You know, like if Acerola is in format, that changes everything. Yeah. Um, even to the point at which, like, I'm not even talking about Blaziken, like everything changes if Acerola comes back. That's true. So I'm, I'm. That's too now, much double advocate, I guess. <laughs> and, and it's a good point, though. It's a good point, though, because the point is you're getting rid of the three prizers. So sure, there, there's a point to that. There's even a point to saying, can I devolve into Blaziken V? I don't know. It's kind of funky uh, because we still have ADP and things like that, but it just makes me really nervous. And I guess with my play style, I would not be looking to tech this in. Anything else on Blaziken VMAX? I think, I think overall we've decided it's a good card. We both have our, our specific opinions on it, but it is a solid card. Accelerating is never a bad thing. Anything else? Nope. Cool. Next up, we have Galarian Slow King VMAX. I'll start with V. Galarian Slow King V is a dark type with 220 HP. It's a basic Pokemon for one colorless. By the way, it's single strike. Should have added that. For one colorless mixing, discard a card from your hand, then draw three cards from your deck. For one dark, one colorless, Doom Ward. The defending Pokemon is knocked out at the end of your opponent's next turn. Weak to fighting, retreat of three. Some really interesting attacks there. Galarian Sloking VMAX is 320 HP. It's a single strike dark type. For one dark, one colorless max toxin. 10 damage. The opponent's active Pokemon is now poisoned. During Pokemon checkup, put 12 damage counters on that Pokemon instead of one. Weak to fighting, same retreat of three. I, I would like to know your opinion on this first. Because I need to think about it some more, to be honest with you. We are in a meta with Switch. We are in a meta with Escape Group coming back. 
things like this have existed and never played. Uh, we've had Dust Island for a long time, never played. I like the mechanic. I think it's interesting. I think it's fun. It'll never get played. You'll have someone come in as a rogue deck, maybe at a weekly tournament online, to, just to kind of mess around with it, having Toxicroak around. But it'll be nothing more than that. And it makes me sad, because I think I think poison and statuses like this are really interesting and fun. But there's so much switching involved now that... Not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing that there's a lot of switching involved and a lot of switching available in the format. It's just what we're at, where basically status conditions mean nothing. And that's sad to me, because they're brought into the game for a reason, and they're underutilized because of those reasons. It's because there's so much switching, and this is pointless. Yeah, statuses are tough, man. Because, I don't know, how do you balance a status, right? The second you make poison not go away when you switch, it, it presents a really... It speeds up the game, I guess, which you could argue is good or bad, depending on who you are. I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't think Galarian Slowking is a good card. I think it's no. a very I think it's interesting. I I like almost Galarian Slowking V is more fascinating than Galarian V Max. Yeah, but we've also had those before too, and like I said, switching is so easier now. But again, the difference is, the difference is. We have Eternatus. And again, I'm not saying that makes Slowking good. But I would be much more comfortable saying Galarian Slowking V is a one-of in Eternatus VMAX. Just for the knockout for uh, Decidueye? Uh, you know what I mean? You know, It could be that. It could be um, your opponent has one card on the field, right? Yeah. Like let's say they have a they have a VMAX on the field that's in a pretty good position, and you have to sack Slowking. You can use this attack, and the game's over because they can't put another Pokemon down. It, it's it's really unique situations. Again, I can't say it's a good card, but VMAX is a lot less playable than V is because we've had cards like you said that have the knockout feature, and their shining moments are never as a deck function. It's just as a hey, this card exists. And it's kind of cool. I'm going to put it in my list. You know, it'd be pretty troll. And I wish huh. they would do that. Like, you know, a bunch of Pokemon have the arena trap ability in the VGC. Yeah. What if a, the Diglett had an ability where if, as long as it's on the bench, your Pokemon can't retreat using trainer cards? God, that would be too strong, dude. <laughs> That'd be way too Diglett. strong, man. 30 HP Diglett. If it was in the active, you could argue that. I'd argue active. Okay. I know you active, but man. That yeah, that'd be too strong. Please do not bring Arena Trap into Pokemon. Or if the Mad Toxin had the 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 caveat where it switched this Pokemon with someone on your bench and you just throw a Diglett out there. But like what what would have made Galarian Slowking good? What would have would have made Galarian Slowking good? I don't know how the text would have had to be read. If your opponent does switch out, the incoming Pokemon gets poisoned. They don't take the twelve damage counters. Like the only thing you get is Dust Island. But and... I'm just I'm just saying, like, imagine if it said like an ability. If your opponent's Pokemon switches while this is in the active, they come in poisoned. No, to be fair, let's let's make the assumption that that card may already exist, and we just 
don't have the knowledge or brain power to know that it currently exists in our format. Sure. It might be somewhere. So I'm I'm gonna put an asterisk out there that this card may exist. I'm just not aware of it right now. Yeah. It's also it's also something where it's like we got Galarian slow, bro, and it was pretty much just treated as a meme. Yeah. So that that just might be what slow bro like slow poke evolutions are. Like Remember we had a home run swing? No. I think it was a slow bro or a slow king. It was a baby. It wasn't a V or a GX. And it was like flip three coins. If they're all heads, you win the game. If it's all tails, you lose. What was it? Oh, man. It I need to look. I, had I don't, a yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even care. One. I don't even care that people know I'm typing this up right now. I know. Uh, Tricky Jim. Um, Andrew Mahomes played it. Walk off homer. <laughs> if you use this attack when you only have one prize card left, you win the game. Wait, that is oh. from Breakpoint, I believe it looks like. So X and Y. Oh, I'm like, thinking of a different one. Sure, there's more of them. Why not? <laughs> there's one of you like thrift three coins or something, but if all of them end up being tails, you lose the game. I. Oh, is it this one? Yeah, here it is. I found it. I found it. I found it. This is from Sun and Moon Unbroken Bonds. For one water, two colorless, three strikes. Flip three coins. This attack does a hundred for each heads. If all of them are tails, you lose. Like, come, like that's that's how TCG <laughs> treats Slowbro. Like, we're like, dude, TCG loves Darkrai, Octillery, Bronzong, Zorak. They always have great cards. Slowbro, it's like, all right, how can we screw with people today? Like, well, I'm looking to get another card. Sabrina Slowbro, years ago. Here's a second attack. Screaming headbutt. This, like what what kind of a name is that but to be honest we're talking about it so they made something so stupid that we're talking about it because i can talk about a wulu card with defense curl and headbutt but we're talking about a slow bro with stupid mechanics so it's, it, they know what they're doing another right? slow bro from undaunted one psychic two colorless it's a water type by the way startling trip 50 damage flip a coin if has the defending pokemon is confused if tail slow bro is confused like these are cards, man. Or at least they're entertaining. They they are. Shout outs to Slowbro. Like, and then what was a uh, what was Mega Slowbro EX's attack? Wasn't it like lol spin oh, or something? I have random? no clue. I was, was lol lol roll spin. L O L L roll spin. A hundred damage. This Pokemon is now confused. During the next turn, this Pokemon's lol roll spin does a hundred more. But you're confused, so you might not even hit. I don't know. I gotta move on. I gotta move on. Shout out to Slowbro. Um, Glarious looking VMAX. Not great, but it is an interesting card in combination with its previous V. Is that agreed? Yeah. Alright, moving forward. Now we get into some more of the trainer cards. I'm gonna go through the trainers, then the baby Pokemon, and then we'll be out of here. Mm -hmm. first trainer card is echoing horn it is an item it states put a basic pokemon from your opponent's discard pile onto their bench this is a good card purely because we have lysander boss's orders whatever we have that in format therefore echoing horn is a playable card would you agree this makes uh zacian a lot scarier it makes a lot of things scarier but yes zacian any card that makes the game tougher Anything, hey. anything that makes the game like, ooh, that'd be scary. Hey, you know, you know, you know that Crobat V that you got 
got knocked out or the uh the den ngx that got knocked out yeah it's gonna get knocked out again yeah and i'm gonna do it for the game because it's an item shout outs to pokemon next up on the list we have karen's conviction it's a supporter for single strike during this turn your single strike pokemon's attacks deal 20 more damage to your opponent's active for each prize card your opponent has already taken uh, I am a really big fan of this card for the mechanic that it's associated with. Single Strike is built along like big hits. I think this is a really cool supporter for that mechanic. Yeah, I agree. This is the one Karen I can agree with. Shoutouts. <laughs> um, and I think there's a really uh, scary potential combination with this card. Uh, if you don't mind me skipping ahead to the next one. Go for it. Uh welcoming lantern uh item single strike choose a single strike supporter from a card from your discard pile reveal it and put it in your hand via seeker for single strikes i don't know when yeah. karen comes out and gives you the conviction dude i'm telling you pokemon knows exactly what they're doing they are gonna they, i'm telling you man they feed the na meta with the cards like this single strike will be smacking single strike will be great it's great because pokemon uh, we talk about this every episode. No. Pikarum has a problem. What do we do? Make Reshazard. Okay. These tag teams are a really big problem. What do we do? ADP. Zacian. Go, go, go. Okay. All right. We have this really scary problem. How do we deal with Zacian ADP? Um, um, these Vmaxes can hit for 400. Like, <laughs> I just don't get it, man. Like, you're telling me if a dude knocks out your Pokemon, takes four prizes. ADP takes four prizes off of your Vmax. You can just hit for 80 more damage out of your next attack. Thanks, All right, Blaziken. Karen. I guess uh, Blaziken's rapid strike. Shout outs to Blaziken not being single strike. Yeah. Blaziken would have been so much better as a single strike card. Um, but Karen's Conviction is a very, very good card. I think it's a solid card that will make that mechanic really fun to play. And it's good to see cards like this that associate with a specific mechanic, like an Archie's or a Maxi's and just stuff like that. I, I'm a fan of archetype specific cards even though this is a really strong card i think it's strong enough without being out of control and it's really interesting well the same thing they did with like with beast and or with uh, ultra beast right they had a bunch of ultra beast type cards not all of them are played right but this is definitely a playable one yeah i agree the next trainer is brawly it is a supporter for rapid strike search your deck for up the three rapid strike basic pokemon and put them onto your bench so you have bridget for rapid strikes I, I think this, again, this is a really good card. Rapid Strike clearly is taking taking the form of a of an archetype that says, we're going to move in quick numbers. We're going to hit for small amounts, but we're going to overwhelm you with what we can put on the board. And I hope that Rapid Strike is as good as Single Strike. I don't think it will be, but this card definitely helps it a lot. Hey, Mike, how would you like to put six Rapid Strike Pokemon on your bench? If it went up to six. I, I would I would like that. Because Brawly can do three and so can Sobble. It's true. We'll talk about Sobble right now. Sobble is a 60 HP water type. It is Rapid Strike. Has the attack Continuous Call. For one colorless energy, search your deck for up to three Rapid Strike basic Pokemon and put them onto your bench. Two colorless, double spin, flip two coins, 20 damage times those. That's not important. In Talion, we don't have Drizzle. 150 HP stage 2 the ability Quick Shooter. Once during your turn, you may place two damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon. 
for two colorless waterfall for 70. I just said UI. Yeah, and and Ibby said this too. This is just a spiritual successor to Greninja. But Greninja, you have to discard energy, don't you? You do, but remember when you evolve it, you put counters on it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you had the Frogadier that allowed you to search for more Frogadier, so you skipped the Froakie evolution. I think that Greninja is better than this card. Yeah. But I do think that Inteleon is really interesting because you could stack enough of these to be tacking 60 damage on the board. And it does continue that theme of let's spread things out. Let's be technical. Let's make really, really smart choices about how we play the game. Um, that's not the popular way to play the game. But I do like the way Inteleon, uh, I think it's a really cool card. And again, I, I don't know how good it will be. But it's good enough to be tested as its own deck. I could see a world where the the middle drizzle is that one where you search for one item card or one trainer card. I don't see the item or trainer. I can't remember offhand. But like, there are things you can alternate with between Sable and Talion and Drizzle. I think there's a lot of playable options here. Uh, whether they're good, it's up to be left to figure it out still. But do you think? Do you think Sable can just be played in a deck? Is it an accelerator? Yeah. Just hey, I mean, I'm gonna get three Urshifus or two Urshifus and a, and a Remoraid. Yeah, you lose one prize, no big deal. Or two. Or you don't with scoop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mind it, dude. Or hey, Blaziken and two Urshifus. Boom. There you go, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knew that the next best deck had a Blaziken, Sobble, and Urshifu? All three different types. Yeah. I mean, I I'm I'm in for it. That'd be well, cool. You can argue that Blaziken is a fighting type, but still doesn't <laughs> doesn't help here. But we will move on to the last card on our list. We have Beedrill. Beedrill is a stage two grass, 130 HP single strike card. Obviously evolves from Kakuna. For one grass energy. Make sure I get this right. Persistent sting. Ah, ah, Pierce. Persistent Sting. If your opponent's active Pokemon has any special energy attached to it, it's now knocked out. For one Grass Energy, Jet Spear, 110, discarded energy from this Pokemon. Yo, I'm in Beedrill's corner, man. I'm I'm straight up in Beedrill's corner. I get it. It's a stage two. We do have a Lolan Eggy. I don't know how much longer we have a Lolan Eggy. But, man, if you can get this on the field. For one energy, 110, way better than Blaziken. Like, I'd, I'd like Beedrill. I really do. What if Beedrill was a V or VMAX? I wouldn't like it. It'd be terrible. I, don't know, I, I, I think price trade is everything in this card game. You know what I mean? I, and, yeah, and, I, I like the card. It's something similar has been around for it. And the problem I have with it, like every other problem in Pokemon, unfortunately, is stage two. That's true. I mean, if you can get it, though, which is always an if, you also have the ability now to uh, Karen for, what, 60 to 100 extra damage? Mm -hmm. And then whatever other single strike boost on top of that for one energy? I'm not saying it's great because it is a stage two, and you are correct there. Stage two does make it pretty iffy, but that ain't bad. And it's grass energy. So 
I gotta also mention this point now. Before this, we only had water, darker fighting, uh, rapid strike and single strike Pokemon. Now we actually have a different typing. We have now fire with Blaziken, and now we have grass with Beedrill. Right, so, so I guess that proves your point a little incorrect, I guess. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to kind of stick with those those things, but I understand why they didn't. Um, just because you want each each typing to get a little bit of love. It provides more room for experimentation. So that's cool, right? I mean, I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Do you have anything else left to say about it? Because that's the last card, though. No. Uh, we do have one more, but there's not really much information on it. Rapid Trite Urshavu, baby. Um, there's a oh, lot of I question totally marks. For- I, I totally forgot that card. Yeah, I'm just going to mention it exists, okay? There are attacks associated, but with the image and everything like that, it's like a bend of a page where you can't really see anything. I honestly will get more information as I would assume in the next week or so. So I'm just going to leave it at this point. It exists. I'm going to keep it there. It does exist. If you want to see what they think it does, you can go look at it, but we barely can tell anything. Because it's basically at this point speculating. We don't even see a full sentence. Like the the translation has a full sentence, but we don't even know what it like the sentence isn't finished. Yeah. Basically you do X amount of damage for each rapid trade Pokemon in play. Yeah. Uh, Which again is solid. It could be good, it could be really bad. Well, we'll find out hopefully next week. I really hope it'd be good. I think it will be decent. Shout outs to old Empoleon and things like that. Alright. We are gonna head out of here now. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. Again, we do have episode 100 coming next week. Be prepared. Keep your eyes out. Have your ears open because we will be having uh, more interaction opportunities, especially next week to celebrate the 100th straight episode. Keyword 100th straight episode. Not just 100. 100 straight. Thank you all so much for supporting the show every single week like you do. If you have any questions or just want to say something, please feel free to reach out on our Facebook, Twitter, wherever you feel necessary. I hope you have a good weekend. We'll see you next time.